Can you believe it? It's October, year of our Lord, 2022, and the third day of October, to be more precise. <laughs> October is a very special month, in my opinion. All months are special, of course. I'm not arguing that. It's just some special people were born in October. I'm not going to name them because I don't want emails or letters or criticisms. <laughs> I'll say my mom was born on this uh, in this month, as was my daughter and grandson, as was my granddaughter, who shares a birthday with me. There's a big hint. <laughs> But welcome to October and welcome to you, to Concafe, for this day, October 3rd, Year of Our Lord 2022. And we're looking at the gospel for this next coming Sunday, which is the Gospel of Luke, chapter 17, verses 11 through 19, in the New International Version of the Bible. It's a familiar story, and we'll talk more about that as we get into it. But let us be in an attitude of worship, an attitude of thanksgiving an attitude of receptiveness to whatever god may say to you or me through the hearing of his word and through the sharing of my interpretation of this passage so good you were with us i pray this blesses you verse 11 from luke 17 now on his way to jerusalem jesus traveled along the border between samaria and galilee as he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. And we say, thanks be to God. And that's the title of the devotional for today. Your faith has made you well. Well, again, a joyous and marvelous Monday to you, dear friend. May our time together bless us with God's grace and peace, and may we bless God in what we do in having received from God. As we pray, let us pray for each other. Let us pray for the family of Mrs. Sarah Chicaney Reynolds, who died this weekend. Sarah was the loving wife of a dear friend of mine and colleague in ministry, the Reverend John Wayne Reynolds. He's a retired pastor from our conference, the Rio Texas Conference, and we first met in the Rio Grande Valley. We were both appointed there, and it was through the suggestion of a mutual seminary friend that we look each other up, and Nellie and I had just been talking about marriages and weddings, and <laughs> one of the two of us, it may have been me that said, you know, nobody gets married on a Tuesday night. Well, <laughs> the next day we got an invitation from a colleague, a dear, dear colleague who was getting married on a Tuesday night. It was the only night that worked for him. He was, after all, a busy pastor. And he married um, his wife 
on a Tuesday night. And it was there at the wedding that we met John and Sarah and we hit it off immediately and we became fast friends. John and Sarah had two daughters and we had four and the girls became friends. We even vacationed one summer together. Tragically, the Reynolds lost their eldest daughter, Claire, in an auto accident on a Memorial Day weekend some years ago when uh, they were serving in San Saba. Claire had been working in the San Antonio area and she attended my church, Trinity United Methodist Church, for a time. And then the Reynolds moved to North Carolina to be there near their other daughter, Ariel, who had moved to Durham. And uh, I just pray God's comfort be with John and Ariel and their family. Uh, most tragic situation. I can't even begin to imagine it. And I just pray God lift them as I know their spirits are low. I want to thank you all for praying for our granddaughter, Eliana. She's doing much better. She had this weekend to recover as well. We praise God for her healing. And may we continue to pray for Linda Barkas as she begins her cancer treatment soon. This is a power, powerful time, friends, when we can pray for others, pray for ourselves, pray for the needs of the world. May it be so. Well, one of the matriarchs of one of my churches, to her credit, knew the lectionary text very well, especially the ones for Thanksgiving Day. I credit that for her long life. I served a church, yes, I'm that old, that in those days still had a worship service, can you believe this, on the actual day of Thanksgiving. Yes, that's right, on a Thursday, the actual Thanksgiving day at 10 a.m. sharp. And it had been a tradition in that church for I don't know how many years. None of this Monday Thanksgiving worship service with other churches. <laughs> and oh boy, how I tried to convince them. But on one particular Thanksgiving day, the prelude is praying. I'm all robed up, sitting up front, waiting for the church service to begin. Here comes a family member with a note from Mama. <laughs> It said, please do not preach on the lepers because that upsets Mama's stomach and we can't have that on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> Mama does not like to hear <laughs> about leprosy. Uh, I already had my sermon written and prepared for that day and it was not like I could tear that passage out of the Bible, which I think would have pleased Mama to no end, but I couldn't. This passage is just too powerful and has strong, strong meanings. And indeed, this is a very powerful passage on thankfulness. And yes, it does involve the reality of this dreaded skin disease, as many new modern versions uh, choose to call leprosy instead of the actual word leprosy. And uh, unfortunately, leprosy was very prevalent in those days. The thought during Jesus's day was that it was highly contagious and the law forbid those with leprosy from living among the living. Most villages and towns would require them to live among the tombs or cemeteries. The law also said that it had to be a priest to declare them clean if they had been found unclean from leprosy. We could honestly say it was like receiving a life sentence to live among the dead. The good thing was that these men were not so isolated that they could not hear the news of what was going on beyond their realm. Somebody had told them about this traveling rabbi 
who had the power to heal. Something along the lines of, hey, he heals the lame, this Jesus, even raises the dead. They certainly wondered if maybe, just maybe, Jesus could heal leprosy. It won't hurt to ask. And so on this day, here comes Jesus in a region between Samaria and Galilee. And here are 10 lepers who meet him. Knowing the law, they maintain social distance. Remember that? Six feet or, or more. <laughs> and from that space, yell to him in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. <laughs> Jesus sees them and simply says, hear this, go, show yourselves to the priest. In other words, you will be clean by the time you get to where the priest is. And in faith, and it took a lot of friend, uh, a lot of faith, dear friends, to their credit, they took the first steps towards the priest. And so the door to a new life and new freedom was open to them. The Bible says, and as they went, they were cleansed. That in and of itself, dear friends, is powerful. Steps of faith lead to change, to new lives, to new discoveries, and to profound blessings. A step in the direction that is not expected to be taken. A step in the direction that some may even forbid you from taking. A step in the direction of life, a new life, of freedom. And it all starts with that first step. Do you have the faith to take that first step? One can only imagine that if one leper had held back and didn't quite believe, that person might have stayed where he was and more than likely would have died as a leper. As the ten walked toward the priest, one of them realized that he was healed. And unlike the other nine, he goes back to Jesus as he's praising God. Then he throws himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And interesting that it is here that Luke inserts, and he was a Samaritan, a foreigner, not from this country. The other nine, we believe, were Jews, brothers in faith to Jesus. They did not come back to thank Jesus or God, but kept walking toward the priests to be declared healed from their illness. If you're reading this devotional then and listening, you can see the graphic chosen by me for this devotional. It, it's a picture of nine that are celebrating with family and rejoicing with them for the first time in years while the Samaritan is kneeling before Jesus, thanking him and praising God. Jesus' question still remains today, even to us. Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then turning to the healed, grateful man, rise and go, he said. Your faith has made you well. <laughs> this becomes another one of those stories that we know will be answered in heaven of what became of this man versus the other nine. 
We can think and perhaps ask, did the other nine have a sense of entitlement, thinking, I deserve this, it's the least this Jew could do for me, since I am, after all, a Jew too? Or did someone, at least one, later on, maybe in private, kneel and thank God? We don't know. But this we know. It is a very powerful Thanksgiving sermon passage, as well as a daily reminder to not take anything from God for granted. Our hearts should be ever thankful and ever grateful. Ever grateful to God for how God blesses us because he loves us. Let's pray. Loving God, you are ever, ever faithful in sharing with us just what we need. May we never lose count of how many blessings come from you. And may we always, always give you thanks. Lord, we pray for those mentioned above for the continued healing of Linda Barkas and Eliana Garcia and for the peace, the delicate, precious peace and comfort that you need to share with John and Ariel as they grieve the loss of wife and mom. You know our needs. Bless us. Let us be a blessing to you. In Christ Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, dear friend, thank you for tuning in. I pray this has brought a blessing to you. May you be blessed and may you be a blessing. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. And here's your call to action for today. Ask someone to thank God with you for a blessing you have received. You can do it. God will show you just who needs to share in that prayer of thanksgiving. Receive my love and blessings for a great day. I'm Pastor Adi Valverde. I love you. I thank God for you, and I pray you be a blessing beyond measure today. Amen.